Welcome back to the Pro Series Podcast. This is episode 114, and today's guest is Marissa. She is the CEO and founder of Glasshouse Interiors, and you may know the popular account on Instagram called Glasshouse Interiors. We talk all about the design firm, her brick and mortar in Chicago, and she gives advice on interior designers. But if before we get into this episode, please like, subscribe, and review this podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. And now I hope you enjoy episode 114 with Marissa from Glasshouse Interiors. Thank you so much for hopping on the Pro Series podcast. Can't wait to talk about um, your business and then a, a very cool project that's actually landing in a couple hours. So I uh, can't wait to get into it. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to participate and give some insights. I am Marissa Nellums. For those of you who don't know, I have an interior design firm here in Chicago, Illinois um, called Glasshouse Interior. We actually have a brick and mortar home store here in Chicago as well, very close to the Sox Stadium. You can see it from the expressway. So we love to specialize in luxury interiors and beautiful fabrics and textiles. So we have lots of cool pieces in our shop from giftables to furniture, you name it. It's just a really cool place to be. Um, So Glasshouse has been around for about eight years now, and we do about 60 projects a year. And a lot of those projects spread across the country so we're anywhere from florida to you know georgia to new york jersey you name it we've been around so um it's really exciting to be able to you know release my branches and tap into those other markets and you know see new things and create special environments for other people outside of chicago um but chicago is always home and definitely our bread and butter and we love 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 our chicago clients um, Glasshouse came about eight years ago. I was formerly a fashion stylist. Uh, mm. So I worked with um, a lot of different professional athletes back then and different things of that nature. Um, and building an outfit was like always what I was destined to do. I just applied furniture instead of clothing later down the line and established a firm. Um, but what really sparked that firm was while I was um, a freelance stylist, I uh, had my first little cute apartment and I just designed it and posted pictures on social media and a design firm actually took the pictures and posed as if they had designed the space and actually put a dollar amount to a lot of the pieces in the space. And this was again, like almost 10 years ago. So I was instantly like living. I'm like, how could they do this? And you know, I didn't really at the time, I knew interior design obviously was an industry and it was a thing. But at the time I was so invested in the fashion industry that it was never at the forefront of my mind. So when this situation happened, I started to pour myself into interior design. Because I was like, my work, and I didn't know it was work in that moment, to me, it was just my apartment. Um, if my work is good enough to be stolen by an actual firm that, you know, generates revenue, then I might have a gift that I could also generate revenue from. So that spiraled into me, you know, picking up every home book I could possibly pick up, finding any mentor I could possibly find and really just signing up for giveaways. I met some of my colleagues that are still good friends of mine back then, 10 years ago. 
by signing up for their home giveaways and like winning a gift card to home goods and just like being able to talk about that experience. So um, it just grew and it grew and it grew and it grew. Um, and we became, you know, very, very trendy and popular, um, which is great because there's a classic element there because we've been around for a while now mm -hmm. um, and we don't plan on going anywhere and don't see any of those changes happening. Um, however, it is just genuinely an awesome feeling to be able to service and uh, give my gift for this many years. And it's amazing to have an incredible team next to me that also contributes to that and has the opportunity to produce art as well. Um, so we yeah. definitely have dived into many aspects outside of the design firm. Um, just last year, actually, what year was that? 21, we opened our first brick and mortar in hmm. Chicago. Again, right off of I-94. You cannot miss it. It's like literally a billboard. Um, and it's like my happy place. You know, I worked in retail for a while in the fashion industry. Um, as a visual manager. So all the crazy like window displays you see in New York and Chicago during the Christmas seasons, those were my teams for many years. So, you know, lots of experience creating environments and it just felt right to have my own store eventually. Yeah. Um, because we did start a custom pillow line at the same time I started the firm eight years ago. And that business grew to a six-figure business within two years and it made sense for us to scale to a brick and mortar to give Chicago the opportunity to step in and actually become one with the fabrics and the materials that we're offering, um, which has been really cool. You know, we're yeah. able to connect with people. Just yesterday, a client I hadn't seen in literally seven years popped in and I didn't even recognize her. And she spent thousands in the store and we caught up and we laughed and we, you know, drank and, you know, it's a great time. So um, my job and is all over the place, but um, very much connected in many ways and lots Lots of fun, lots of fun, um, but lots and lots and lots of hard work. So oh, I know yeah. that was a mouthful, but that's a little that bit was about awesome. Yeah, Did you ever go that, back though. and confront that company that kind of absolutely okay? I was <laughs> so gonna right say, away. and even at the time, I still had like probably 10,000 followers mm -hmm. from fashion, you know, before now, you know, we have quite a bit more than that, but in back then 10,000 followers, you know, on any platform was like massive. So when I, you know, shared with my followers what had happened, it kind of took like the beehive approach yeah. and just went full throttle on the company, you know, leaving messages and like, you know, reporting the company and, it was pretty intense for a while. And um, unfortunately, I never got an apology, but the pictures were removed, um, which, you know, sucks, but uh, the pictures were removed. And I think it, if nothing else, it sparked the most important thing for me in my life, which was um, basically a door to unlock a gift that I didn't really realize would take me to a place that I always yeah. dreamed of or couldn't even dream of, you know? So I'm not too mad about it anymore all these years later. In the moment, I was furious. I was just like, what is this? Um, but now, you know, it, it definitely was a stepping stone that I had to oh, have. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I brought that up because in the beginning of my social media uh, kind of, I don't know if you want to say career, or whenever I started my social media, I posted someone else's uh, – it was a kitchen accessory, basically. And I put in the caption, I found this on Pinterest, I believe. And I'm like, if this is you, please let me know. I put this in the caption. And they sent me this evil message back saying, like, why would you post this? I'm like, I asked who this is. I want to give someone credit because that's what was my big thing. Yeah. I always shouted out different designers and all kinds of stuff just because I loved collaborating. But I, I, I'm like, 
come on, like I, I'm looking for you. I wanted to give you credit, and then you kind of just got mad at me. But which I totally understand; it's their business. But I mean, that just brought it up. But I want to get back to your store in your firm. Are you? Um, do you do the architectural side of interior design as well, like like renovations and stuff? Oh, yes, okay. we do renovations. Cool. So we work. Our, we have talented designers on our team that can draft plans. We work with a GC and several different crews to do any renovations. So we can build a home from scratch. We actually did that in Marco Island, Florida, oh, yeah, ten thousand square feet. Yeah, we we were there for about two years uh, on a project and actually picked every aspect from literally the pebbles in front of the house to the driveway to everything that went inside from furnishings to casings to lighting to paint colors to literally layout everything. So um, a lot of people think that we are just a design mm -hmm. firm when really we literally can do just about anything. We're not decorators. So a lot that's, there's a huge misconception yeah. that we're just like, you know, decorators and we, you know, furnish your home and we build homes. We can build them. We can renovate them. We can change their layouts. We can give them a new face, a new life and all of that. So, um, which is, my favorite yeah. part you know i feel like the furniture is kind of just like the cherry on yeah. top but renovations is for yeah, sure the jam it's like the my finishing jam. touches of the home so you were literally doing it from yeah. the start to the finish yeah like i did there were no walls there was no framing when i got there it was just a pile of dirt there was no location on the address when the driver actually dropped me off i was like where He's like, well, the, the address says right here. And I was like, well, I guess it's this plot of land. And we met with the architect and I literally flew back and forth for two years um, to manage the project. And it was so beautiful in the end that the client, kid you not, had several different people drive past and offer double of what the home's value was because of the yeah. finishes and how you could see them from the, from the wow. streets. Yeah. That is so it's cool. It's insane. Yeah, How different yeah. is it to own the firm and then also own the brick and mortar? I mean, did you have the... It's very yeah. different. It's very different. One is very, you know, technical and serious. Construction is oh, yeah. a serious game, you know? There's there's a lot that happens in construction. So I'm going over plans and meeting with, you know, my contractors and then the GC's doing a walkthrough and, you know, we're going over all of these details. Super mm -hmm. intense, right? Whereas at the store, someone comes in, they have a gray sofa and they want to get cool pillows and drapery and a rug. That's fun. That's easy. You know, we can just stand there and kind of pick things out and match things up, which is easy peasy. And I'm never there as much. My team usually does a lot of that stuff in store. So yesterday was actually really special because I was there preparing for the, uh, my launch today. So I was able to actually get in there and work with the client and, you know, pick some things. So yeah. very different, very, very different different even though they're the same components i guess yeah. like design elements but yeah, i mean you different. you say your firm is kind of like nationally you'll go anywhere is is there more plans to bring yeah. brick and mortar to other places in the united states you know i don't know if it would be the brick and mortar for the home store because we do such high volume oh, online okay. our e-commerce store is like always on fire so I don't know if I would extend out the brick and mortar to other cities. I wanted it to land and act as a showroom as well as our home store here in Chicago, um, because it's our, our brick, our, yeah. like it's our home, it's our flagship. Um, but I'm not certain mm -hmm. on whether or not everyone asked me this question too. I'm not certain on whether or not I would do it in other cities as much as I would open other firms in other cities. Oh, I think I that you. would probably be the next move. Yep. Here I'm. 
Are you here? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna turn Wi-Fi off. Did that you hear help? Me now? Did that help? It? Cool. I just yeah, can't I can see you. Uh, there you go. Cool. So, when did your okay. uh, social? Nice. You mean you have a really big social media following? When did that all come about? That was that right around when you started your firm and everything. Well, I think at the very beginning of the firm, I think like year one, I probably ended the year with like thirty k. Okay. So, and every year just grew. I think that's, and it's organic growth. We don't do really any paid anything. Um, I We have worked with PR when we opened the store. We worked with PR and they were able to get us lots of, you know, publicity and, you know, just journalism articles, like a lot of stuff um, during that yeah. time. But everything else has been organic. That's everything. And I love that. I love that. And sometimes I'm like, uh, maybe you should pay for some things and like, you know, kind of speed it along. But I think it feels even better to me when organic opportunities and connections like this mm -hmm. one come along and it's not a baited opportunity and it's not, you know, anything that I need to gain or you need to gain, but we just want to have a connection and be able to bounce ideas and feed off of one another. Whereas sometimes the paid opportunities, it feels kind of staged yeah. to me. Um, so that's why we've been very adamant on having organic growth this entire time. But I will say we had our page hacked in 2022 okay. and that was a huge deal. Um, we lost the page for four days. I had to hire my own hackers and I had to pay $4,000 oh. to get my hackers to hack Jeez. the page back. Um, yeah. It was very intense, very intense. Um, they got it back. Well, it, I was only paying half uh -huh. of that. They got it back, and we didn't set a two-factor code, and the hackers stole it back again. What? So I had to pay again to get it back, which was, like, really, really annoying. Um, but it was performing so well. Let me tell you how loyal our followers are. The scam was performing so well on our page, they would not offer it back for ransom. Most times when hackers will steal social media pages, they offer them back for ransom on WhatsApp. Yeah. So they'll message you and say, hey, if you want your page back, send us $2,000. We'll give you, you know, your page back. But my followers believed so well, and they had studied me. The hackers, like, studied me. They they literally, like, had the car color that I drive. Oh like, they studied me, and they were putting a lot of, oh. yeah. It was, like, Bitcoin, like, all of this crazy stuff out there. And a lot of my followers fell for it. So, mm. obviously, I was locked out for those four days. And when I returned, they had unfollowed a lot of the really close people to me who were messaging saying hey this is not her this is a hack it, they blocked everyone and then they actually messaged so many of my followers and lots of them lost thousands of dollars oh like they literally fed into the bitcoin schemes because they thought it was me convincing them to work with a coach to I don't know, you know, I don't even know how that works, but um, it was really heartbreaking to open up my messages and see that people had sent thousands, thousands of dollars to these people. Um, so I really yeah. had no other choice but to get to uh, someone in the higher up at Facebook and get my own people to get it back. But it was a really, really challenging time because I, I was devastated. I didn't know. So you actually were able to contact someone from Facebook? And then we got it back and we got like, Really? Yes. I, I can't really say how that happened. Um, but I'll say this. I was in Mexico for my best friend's wedding. 
I got on, I got in the car to go back to the airport at the end of the wedding. I was leaving the resort. And when I opened up my phone, something had like, it logged me out of Instagram. Like when I clicked the Instagram app, it was like, oh, you need to log in. I'm like, why do I need to log in? I'm always logged in and it wouldn't go through. And so as I'm realizing it's not going through, my phone is pinging. It's pinging in California. Like the Instagram is pinging, like where they're logging into it. So I'm seeing the movement. It eventually pinged in Africa. Um, It pinged in Los Angeles and New York. And um, the only time it pinged in Chicago was when Mm -hmm. Mayan was trying to retrieve it. But it was very intense. I'll just say that. It was that happened to me in 2020, but it wasn't like that. And I couldn't get in contact with Facebook. I, I hired a hacker. Um, it wasn't that much, but the, the guy, the hacker himself was so nice. He made me set up the two factor, uh, um, authentication and then pay him. So it it was like a completely different situation, but holy crap, what was your first reaction? Did you like your heart stop? Cause you spent so much, I mean, just social media, but. Oh, I, I balled my, I I don't know. It's your world. Oh my God. Like I was like Kim Kardashian (laughs) with the ugly cry. I was, it was horrible. I, when I say, so the flight back to Chicago from Mexico Mm -hmm. was filled with my best friend's family. So her mother was there, her sisters, like, and everyone was like rallying around me in the airport because I'm devastated. You know, this is my livelihood. This is my portfolio. There's so many Mm -hmm. elements that were like super sacred and important about it. It's not just social media. The social media has nothing to do with like anything that's like superficial. It's literally my life. So um, I was devastated and I cried. And and before, I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this, I'm still in the midst of a crisis, a businesswoman at heart, because even through my tears and just like sheer just grief, I was calling everyone I could think of. Everyone that was around me was tapping into everyone they could think of. And before I took off from Mexico to get back to Chicago, I had already paid and hired someone to do it. And we got it back in four days. And the crazy thing is I didn't, you know, paying the money, it's like, it is what it is. I I had to do it. But so many people Mm -hmm. are unsuccessful. So many people cannot get their pages back. So many people don't get their pages back for like really long pockets of time. But for four days and I had it back and I had them hired before I even landed in Chicago. I was like, you go girl. Like, you know, they are not going to take this from you. This is your work. And I fought to have that back. And since we've gotten it back, we've gained an additional 50,000 followers. And it's just been, you know, really great to see the progression of the page and to see it grow because, you know, you, when you kind of have like your life flash before you, you know, content is content, but it becomes a little more serious when you get the concept of you can't do it anymore. That option isn't there anymore. You cannot project to a hundred thousand plus people every day. That's gone. So when I got it back, there became this level of commitment to the page and to the content that we were producing um, as almost like an oath. Like, you know, sorry we didn't post on you every single day because it felt like literal, you know, hell when they took you and took the page away. So I think it just, you know, it definitely put everything into perspective. I think a lot of people are thinking, I know when I tell my story, they're like, it's just social media, but I'm like, it's my brand. It's, it's my company. It's my portfolio. It's what I worked for. And I don't know about you. When I got the, the email saying that it was hacked, I, it went through my mind. I'm like, do I start over? Like, do I have it in me to start over? Yeah. 
how do you start over? And the only thing I had going for myself was I had just opened a brick and mortar store and I was standing in the middle of the store and I was like, this is the only way someone can find me right now. Unless they just remember the name of the firm or whatever, they would literally have to remember exactly everything about me yeah, to be able to come in. That is me. horrible. And it was just like, how is that my oh, life man. right now? Jeez. So, and, huh, don't wish that on what, anyone. I have had. I don't either. I, I, and the funny thing is, my hacker is actually a reality TV star, a really popular reality TV <clears> star, and I did not know that until it was literally done. And he FaceTimed me, and he was like, "Hey," I was like, "Wait a minute, what's going on here?" He's like, "I didn't want to tell you. Sometimes people are a little weird about it, but you know, it's me. And if you ever need anything, you know, blase, blase." And I was like, "Okay, sure, great, thank you so much. You know, I'm happy. So whatever." Oh my um, god! But yeah, very. Very strange situation there. That Very is strange. crazy. So I'll just say thank you. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, strange. Wow. Well. Yeah, it was bizarre. Yeah. So when did this whole book um, come about? Like, did you? Was it always a mission for you to write it? Yes. You know, I wrote in this book and in my in my notes for about seven years on most of my flights. Okay. So when I would fly and travel, it's like the only time I can have like a sound clear head and I would just add a little note here, add a little note there. And eventually <coughs> this year, the summertime, my, my team was, it was a little slower this summer. And we have not had that in a very, very long time, but I'm also a person that is not idle mm. ever. So in the midst of man, and we still, when I say slow, we're still 10 projects on the books. Like, you know, so for us, you know, as a team, it feels a little bit slower, but it's to most people, we're still, you know, doing quite a bit of volume. Um, so as we, you know, just took a little bit of time this summer and had more time, I spent a ton of time on vacation with my daughter and, you know, I was really working at getting this concept to life. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that I did was I met with a children's book author and I spoke with her on the different items that I would need for the book and, you know, all of those great things. But essentially I have been writing the book to help aspiring interior designers. Okay. So I think outside of the number one question that we would get is, can you do my home? Can you design my space? Is how can I have a design? Mm -hmm. And after being asked that question for literally eight years straight, I <clears> figured <throat> I had to at some point in time put some type of workbook, guided something out there that's going to at least help people establish the fundamentals of having a design firm. Because, you know, I do think there is a huge opportunity in the industry to, you know, open new doors and new avenues for up and coming and inspiring designers um, or aspiring mm -hmm. designers. And this book basically is called Here's the Thing About Design. And it's literally dropping in an mm -hmm. hour and a half. It's called Here's the Thing About Design. And the book goes over, it's 10 units, <laughs> excuse me. And it actually goes over just different components of a design firm. Okay, um, what is a design firm? Uh, why do you think this is good for you? Do you resonate with these questions? And okay, you've resonated with these questions. Now here are the things you need to think about that you need to do in order to be, you know, successful in order to establish the footprinting you want, but also 
essentially to gain mm -hmm. high visibility. So we talk about brand identity, we talk about the legal aspects, we talk <coughs> about the willpower, we talk about mental health, we talk about, there's just design teams and what different, you know, um, roles you can play within a design firm and what tools you can use and podcasts is actually, those. that's one of the listed tools that we um, give out there, but just different avenues that, you know, will keep people guided and on track and very inspired to dig deeper um so it's essentially not going to teach you how to mm -hmm. coordinate colors but it will teach you how to have a strong brand and high visibility and the possibility to have that it's going to talk about pricing and you know how to price your services and how to land an ideal client and all the things that most aspiring interior designers mm. love to hear see and have in a very simple guided format so that's what we've created that's what's going to be launching in the next hour and a half it's called here's the thing about design and it literally is just all of my notes over the years about everything I mean, that's great for the people a lot of these designers are yeah. they're working their corporate job and then the five to nine is their design job and they're trying to find a way to hop off <clears> and make that five to nine their full-time job so this is a great option for them yeah. to read and learn yeah yeah, absolutely. And it's a workbook. So we left a lot of pages because it's an ebook and not a physical form. We do have a physical book coming out this year that's about something different. Um, but this one is an yeah. ebook because we wanted people to download it. And it comes with, you know, note pages and goal pages that you can write your goals and answer some of the questions and, you know, make make notations about what you're going to follow up on. And, you know, yeah. we really want it to be a tool. It's something that's interactive <clears throat> that designers can, you know, they can pull it out in a year from now and say, hey, you know what? I never actually crossed that off. Let me work on that now. Or I've done the first three units and I've nailed that. Okay, let's move on to unit four and, you know, try to see how we can make that impactful. So it, yeah. it really is something that I wish I had when I was starting out because I literally, I've done a lot, all of this stuff with no help <laughs> you know no help outside of what i was able to dig out find out carve out and basically absorb from other people um so having something that's all kind of formatted together i think is pretty special absolutely where where is it going to be available on it's actually going to be available on our website, glasshouseinterior.com. Okay. Um, and again, at the end of the year, we are having a couple different options for books, um, and those will be available on Amazon. But for now, the download is available <coughs> on our website. It's actually live. No one knows that. There's reminders and calendars for 12 p.m. Central Standard. Um, but we actually uh, did it this morning. It went live. So if anyone, I don't know, this is actually pre-recorded, but if it wasn't, uh, you would be able to get it right now. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for hopping on. I'm glad we could talk. I want to finish on where people could follow you and then also say your website one more time for anyone that um, didn't write it down. Yeah, of course. It's Glass House Interior, and it's Glass House Interior for everything. It's glasshouseinterior.com for our website, Glass House Interior for all of our socials, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, and our location in Chicago is 2910 South Wentworth Avenue, <coughs> Chicago, Illinois, and you literally cannot miss us. It says Glass House in huge letters right on the expressway. So um, yeah, Glass House Interior for everything. Awesome. Well, Marissa, thank you again for hopping on the Pro Series podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. It's really been a pleasure.